A third lesson is to constantly remind yourself of the benefits of tension, which can be easy to forget when all you want is a quiet life. Tim Hartford Bending, Not Breaking The Dragon Prince Edition Season 3, Episode 4 The Midnight Desert really hoping that you all had a chance to listen to our episode last week with our guest Kelly. That was a, a real treat to have a chance to talk with her. So I'm I'm hopeful that we'll have a few more guests this ep- uh, this season, uh, and uh, not today, unfortunately, but later on this season we'll have some great conversations with with other people. So I hope you're paying attention and checking in on those. But today we're talking about the Dragon Prince episode. And I am very, very excited about the content of this episode because we get some love action. That's all I'm saying for now. Uh, But anyway, I digress. Uh, I do want to just uh, point to the fact that uh, it is not too late if you would like to join an episode for this season of The Dragon Prince. We have a couple episodes on the back end of the season that are open. If you want to uh, join us uh, on Patreon, you can snag one of those spots. So I just offer that to you um, as something to consider because patrons are having that kind of honor right now. And I, I say honor, I guess. Uh, eh, it's an honor. I'm going to I'm gonna claim it. I feel good about myself. You know, I'm going to live into the, the, the neat thing that we're doing and say that it's kind of an honor because it's also an honor for me, though, because I get to talk to really cool people who are really insightful, that offer new perspectives, and I really appreciate that. So I'll, I'll mention that also. Uh, you can find us on Patreon at bnb underscore pod as well. But there's also cool things that you can get there. So check it out. Look around. You know, spend some time there. You know, press the donate button. It's a support button. That'd be cool. If not, no worries. It is not always easy to support, but maybe you can use some of those tax refund dollars. Anyway, okay, I digress. Too long. Spent too long here. Uh, (laughs) uh, Forgive me. I had a long weekend, but I had a chance to record this and talk about the Dragon Prince, and that makes everything better. So, yee-haw. Okay, So that's enough for announcements. Uh, I'm going to move on to some content. So here we go. Uh, Today we're talking about tension. And I don't know that I have a particular story, but I do want to talk about how tension kind of lives in my body. Because I, I want to ask you to ask that of yourselves. How does tension live in your body? And so what I notice when I am tense when I am uh, stressed to the point where my body is holding tension, what happens is I notice that my shoulders are really tight and uh, I'm holding and clenching. And what that does is it constricts 
how much breath I can hold and the length of my breaths and the expansiveness of my chest. Oftentimes it will manifest in clenched fists sometimes without me even knowing. And one of the things that I really learned about myself when it comes to tension is how I hold a lot of tension in my jaw. I'll notice at random points that how, how tired my jaw is. And it's because I've been clenching my jaw. And I, I'll notice this when I'm laying down to go to sleep that my, like, all of a sudden I just notice and I wonder how long have I been holding on to the tension without realizing it. And what that means is regular check-ins with your body can help you become more aware of when you're tense and when you are not. And I think I just want to invite you to consider what that might be like. Uh, a, a really helpful way to do that is to, you know, check in with your uh, body parts in, in sequential order. So start with your toes, move through your feet, your calves, your uh thighs all the way through to your butt, your stomach, your back, your chest, your arms, your hands, your fingers. Feel around your neck, roll your neck around. Scrunch your face together and then release to see if that relieves any tension. And what I often find is that I'm holding on to something without realizing it. So I invite you to do a check-in with your body. Maybe you can pause this and check in with your body and see if there's anything that's tense. And I'm not just going to be talking about literal tension in the body, but also the tension that manifests that physical tension, right? The emotional, the spiritual, the mental tension that kind of takes over our body and that's what we're not really aware of and then it manifests in a clenched jaw or whatever that might be for you everybody is different but I learned that that is pretty common but I digress so now what we're going to do is we're going to have a quick recap of the episode of the midnight desert and I'm going to go in three two one Okay, so Nyx cuts down the arrow with the boomerang, and then Callum is like, big feelings time, and Rayla's super not into it. And then Ezrin's like, ultimatum, I don't like that. And then, you know, the, this bug creates an eye film for Viren, and that's super gross. And then Rayla's tense because she senses someone, and then Nyx shows up. And then there's a Sailor Moon moment, and then, you know, there's tension and all kinds of things. And then Solfangs, and then they go to the Wonder Wall, and then they kiss. Ooh, and then, you know, Ezrin's grappling with a lot of tension. He's, like, weighing all the costs. Food gets stuck. Jelly tart moment. Wonder Wall. Ah, Viren, Erevos, Rayla. I, I'm out of time. Um, yeah, and then Nyx takes the, the Zim. Jerk. Yeah, she's, she, she's mean 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 okay so i did my best and we have some things to talk about so again uh when we don't have a guest we are going through the top five moments pertaining to the lens and so today what i'm going to do is i'm going to go through and and talk about tension and lift up uh not necessarily in order my my top five and the first one i really just have to go to is big feelings time 
Callum starts talking to Rayla, who is clear, clearly tense and not in this uh, normal mindset where she is comfortable and relaxed, but she's pondering something. She's thinking about something, and Callum notices, and I love that. But what makes Callum notice and what gave him the tools to notice was that his parents practiced that with him when he was younger. And that is such a gift, y'all. Not everyone gets that kind of practice. And then, as we see from Rayla, the people who don't get practice talking about big feelings, like, run away from it, and they they scoff at it, and they say, if you do that, I'm going to, like, threaten to beat your face in. And so that's very reminiscent of the real world, too, where it's, like, you know, sissy stuff. And, oh, you're being too sensitive. And it's those kinds of things that really make me sad because, man, I wonder what it would be like if Rayla really sunk into her feelings now instead of kind of letting letting it take over and kind of rule her life. And I just imagine the tension that's in her body in this moment that only gets worse when those feelings are brought up. And I think that we can move through the tension faster if we allow ourselves to name our big feelings like Callum is asking us to do. And, you know, it's okay to have big feelings. It is okay. And Callum says that, and I just, I find it really beautiful. So this this moment is really, really strikes me as something beautiful and really... I, I crave a world in which we practice that. So I just invite you all to, to find people that you trust and find people that uh, would be willing to do this with you and say, hey, can we have some big feelings time? And man, what a, what a cool way to build community with one another. So I'm just going to invite us into that. Okay, so the next kind of moment uh that i want to live into is or i guess i'm gonna live into a person i'm gonna live into ezrin for a moment so ezrin for my my second moment and an experience of tension is case just comes in here and says you're either with us or you're against us you will join this army or we will fight you. And Ezrin has done such a good job of setting boundaries, and because Kasev has the willingness to put people's lives at stake, he's going to win this situation. And it makes me so mad. It's so frustrating that he is able to take advantage of Ezrin and take advantage of the kingdom. And, you know, Opeli steps in and says, Ezrin, we can do this. We are better trained. We are better equipped. The, the Catullus army can win. And Ezrin is weighing this cost. He is really struggling with the fact that the necessary amount, according to Opeli, is many lives. And I love that Ezrin just says that this is no triumph. And oftentimes I think people in positions of power are willing 
to sacrifice people's lives for the greater good. And I find it really admirable that Ezrin was willing to, or rather not willing to lose people's lives in this moment. Now, that being said, I wonder if he had stood up to to Kasif and to Viren in this moment that I, I wonder if this would have gone on. I wonder if there would have been a big change and something would have been different here. I wonder if Ezrin could have prevented the later loss of life that we're going to see here in this season. And and I think that's the rub is I, I don't know if we can weigh that, all things considered. But I would like to believe that Ezrin made the right decision. And, you know, it's kind of a, a Martin Luther King precept that you you can't build a beloved community when you yourself are not enacting beloved community and living into the values of beloved community. And Ezrin is living into the values of what he's trying to build. He is saying, I believe in a world where we can have peace. I don't believe that we need to be violent. I don't believe that we need to lose these lives. And just other people aren't on board and they're not willing to go there with him. And I I really struggle with that because I I believe Ezrin is right and at the same time I I wonder if we would have saved more lives if we didn't. So there's just so much tension there and it makes me uncomfortable. But I, I, I feel like we have to have that conversation. And I really invite any conversation on this. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to have a conversation around the ethics of this, knowing knowing what's coming, right? And I'm just, I'm really curious. I'm really curious about your thoughts. And, you know, let's just stick with Ezrin for a second. And this can kind of bleed into 2.5, maybe 3. But, you know, Ezrin is talked into stepping down. And it's because he's in this tension where he knows what he has to do, what is right. He's willing to concede his power in order to save the people who wouldn't want to fight and participate in this war. And I think that he grapples with that tension in a way that puts Viren in power, and that's problematic, right? But I I think that this moment that he has with Viren when he stepped down is put and is put into shackles like right i don't I, I wonder why that was necessary but i digress but viren is like i'm i'm sorry i had to go down this way and and Ezrin's like no you're not and I, and i see i th- i think we have a boundary here Ezrin is like i've i'm done holding on to this tension i'm no longer willing to accommodate your fake attitude and then you know viren drops the facade and says you're right I'm not. And I just, oof. All right. Okay. Moving on to three for real is let's talk about Nyx. So we don't know yet technically what Nyx is, what, what is, what is she thinking here? And I think what we get is that there's a lot of uh, tension in her with trying to make sure that she gets what she needs in order to survive and she gets what she needs in order to thrive and she is kind of weighing her loss of comfort with the loss of comfort of others and oftentimes i think what happens is 
we make decisions for ourselves in order to ease the tension in our bodies and in our minds and to ease the discomfort that causes tension. And we do that at the expense of other people, right? And (sighs) Nyx is grappling with that, right? She sees this message, she takes it down, she sees an opportunity to ease the tension. And some of us don't have the skill set to ease that tension in any other way. And I just want to honor the fact that I think that Nyx is doing the very best that she can. And frankly, it's not good enough. But I still want to say that I think that she's doing what she thinks she can get away with and what she knows how to do. And this, these are the tools that have been given to her. I don't know that she was given big feelings time either, um, like Callum. And so I just, I just want to call attention to that and hear what you all have to say, because I, I think that, I wonder if you all see that, or do you think that Nyx is doing the very best that she can? And if not, help me see the other side of it. I, I would love to to have that conversation. Remember, you can always check in with us on all of the social medias, BNB underscore pod, or you can join our Facebook group where we talk about the podcast and other cool things that pop up. Um, but I digress. Okay, so now we have our fourth moment, which is, I want to go to Viren Erevos. Can we talk about how tense Viren was the entire time we saw Erevos like filming putting film or like <laughs> over Viren's eye like Viren Viren is laying there just like and he's making these noises and it's clear he's clearly uncomfortable and you can just see him tense up and he's holding on to this in order to get through it and I think that's something that's worth noting about tension is often our bodies are tensing up not because it's good for us, but because oftentimes ten- tension is a uh, helps like our fight, flight, or freeze response. When we're tense, we are better equipped uh, theoretically to respond more quickly, and that is often why our bodies are tense. Is because we are in this fight, flight, or freeze mode. And even if our brains aren't there, our bodies are responding to stimuli and tensing up for that reason. And that's not always the case, obviously, but that is sometimes the case. So when we're, when we're tense, our body is telling us that there's something to be wary of. And so I, I invite us to see tension not as something to fix, but rather to to thank it for, com- for thank our bodies for communicating with us and offering us this information and then letting it go because we have processed the information and we have des- designated that we are okay right when i am tense because i am worried and anxious about turning in my assignments like my body gets super tense and i just need to be like okay i'm going to take a deep breath and roll my shoulders and open my jaw open my mouth and relax and just say thank you for preparing me for something that seems scary I am grateful to my body for helping me and I am 
going to release this now because I have processed this. And then I wonder, I wonder if if we do that often enough, will that tension start to subside when those things start to come up again? We can we retrain our bodies to see tension differently. And that is all, all came from me thinking about Viren laying uh, with a caterpillar filming his eye. Ugh. Anyway, uh, ew. It, 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 it was kind of like, you know, some people I imagine react that way to getting a tattoo, and I, I love getting tattoos, let me be real, it's super cool. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't fidget the whole time during a tattoo, but I think some people do, so I wonder if some people have that reaction to getting a tattoo. You never know. Um, okay, so now, that was number four, I think, I hope. Uh, we are going to move into... Rayla. So we talked about Cal on the side. Now we're moving to Rayla at the end, but I'm moving towards this little kissy-kissy moment because it's uh, it's really spicy. So this all stems from Callum being kind again. Callum notices that Rayla is upset. Callum pays attention to her. Callum is not running away from the fact that when he offered big feelings time (laughs) that she pushed him away he's actually moving toward and i find it really really beautiful that he is consistently paying attention and supporting her in this way and i think ultimately that's what rayla has probably never experienced from someone her age and that's probably what is driving the attraction between these two is the first gut instinct reaction instinct that uh, Rayla has is I don't want you to see me like this. And how many of us have had that reaction? It's like I'm, I'm dirty. My face is all puffy and red. I don't want you to see me like this. I've lost everything. And she goes into this just thought after thought about how she's not good enough. And I think she says that I'm not good enough and I never will be. And I love that, that I don't know that this is always an appropriate response, but I think it really is in this moment that Callum is like, shut up. <laughs> and she's so surprised that she's taken aback and she focuses back in on him. And then he talks and tells her what, what he sees in her. And I just find that to be a real gift and of course, not everybody can do this. You need to have a relationship with someone before you tell them to shut up. But I, I, th- I think it's really in this situation. I thought it was it was amazing. I, I loved it. And I think that she kisses him, and it's because they're. This is an emotional intimacy that she has probably not really experienced with with many other people, if anyone. And so. It makes sense, and I just, I love seeing it. It's really beautiful, and there's just so much tension in her between not wanting to share, but also wanting to be seen, and this is a really beautiful moment to kind of release. You see the tension release from her until she notices that he didn't realize that's what she was going for, or he was going for. So anyway, it created more tension afterwards, but I think it was a very different kind of tension. I still think she felt seen valued so yeah those are my top five 
and there's just a lot of beautiful stuff. But we're not done yet. We're gonna have two more segments, but first, some music. for the Lens MVP. And today, it will be no surprise who I am giving the MVP to. In fact, I think you can guess it within one guess. That's right. I am offering my nomination to Callum. And not because Callum is super tense, but because Callum is so attuned to... Rayla especially, and I think he was likely attuned to Ezrin, and I think he is often attuned to the people he cares about, and I think he notices when people are tense, and I think he invites them into intimacy by connecting with them and wanting to learn more about the big feelings, and I think that only we can only go through the feelings, not around them, if we want to relieve the tension. And I think Callum is showing us the way to do that. And so that is why I nominate Callum for our Lens MVP this episode. Uh, You can always nominate someone yourself. I would love to hear your nomination. Uh, We actually had someone send us a message about the nomination. So that was super neat. And we had a little conversation. So that was cool. But uh, check us out. Let Let us know. We'd love to talk about it. And I hope that you'll connect with us. You can always send us an email if you prefer at thearcofe at gmail.com. Arc, A-R-K. Anyway, uh, I digress. Um, we are going into our final episode, or not episode, final segment, excuse me. And for this final episode, we're talking about gratitude, which is the coolest thing, right? I am going to go to Ezrin. Ezrin had a really, really difficult decision to make in this episode, and again, I'm not sure if it was the right decision. I I wonder if there was a better way to um, challenge this ultimatum or or something, but because I don't I don't want to present it as a binary where he either abdicates or (laughs) agrees to war. I think there are a lot of other options in between, but I'm really grateful that Ezrin chooses to stick to his morals and stick to honoring the lives of people. And I I admire that he gives people a chance to opt out. And I'm really grateful for that. And so I hope that you will share some gratitude and offer gratitude for some of these characters as well. Um, But 
that does bring us to the end of the episode and I am grateful that you've spent so much time with us and I hope that you'll be with us next week too and until next time be well and do good